All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Three Birds and a Punt. I am your girl, Thea, one of the co-hosts. I am joined by my friends, Whip and John. Say hey, guys. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. All right. My boy, John's got some technical difficulties. So if you don't see him on the video, don't worry. You can still hear him as long as you're subscribing and downloading Three Birds and a Punt. You can get us on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, wherever you get your podcast. We're also on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, at Three Birds and a Punt. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. We appreciate all the engagement we get from the fans. We really do su- appreciate all your support. And uh, we'll just jump right into it, because I know we've had a heck of a game tonight. Game three, Sixers versus the Atlanta Hawks. I can't wait to hear what my guys, uh, Whip and John, have to say about the game. Let's start with you, John. What you? What do you? What are your thoughts of, of the Sixers game? I loved it. They got out early, prevented perimeter threes, which is what killed them in game one. Didn't let any of those bench guys get hot. Denied pressure on Trey Young. Because when he gets into the paint, he's either looking to hit that stupid floater or throw it up to John Collins or or uh, other dude. I'm not even going to say his name because he's – I think he's a bum. But, uh, <laughs> but the, that the boy was put, put the, Yeah, that's – he was talking trash to Embiid and Frank. You know, he, he was talking trash to Embiid uh, last game, and B had to put that dude on notice. Um, great, great, great game all around. And from plays, you did like Corkmoss. Corkmoss was on. And it's always the unsung guys that step up for the Sixers when, when they need it. Seth Curry, 12 points. I'll take that every day of the week. He really wasn't involved, but, like, he's such a creator uh, on his own. And I, I love that how the offense is moved. Ben pushes the pace. Ben was aggressive. Ben had 18 points. Been at 18 yep. points. Yeah, apparently, did you if you heard the press conference, Doc said, you know, after the half, they challenged Ben, get aggressive, we're going to have you in the paint, driving. And he, he answered the call. You know, I was really excited to see that. How about, how about you? I was talking to the whip after, off the pod um, a couple of days ago about how I wanted to see Ben get aggressive and that, you know, because Whit was asking me, he's like, yo, we need a shooter. You think Ben going to do it? I said, listen, that's not Ben's game, but if he's aggressive, if he can give me double-digit points, I'll take that. I don't need Ben to be 20 points tonight. I just need him to be more aggressive, and he answered that call. What do you think, Whip? How you feel about uh, our boys tonight? Well, defense win games. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently that's what happened today. Um, it was good to see Ben, you know, when he was sticking Trey Young, Trey, I think he only scored five points on Ben when Ben was defending him. Um, it was good to see Ben Simmons challenged by the coach. So, you know, I don't want to go back on um, Philadelphia Sports Radio and hear Doc Rivers' little audio that they be playing saying that, you know, the people of Philadelphia is out their mind. Ben don't need to be a shooter. Apparently he do <laughs> because, you know, for you to contradict yourself and make everybody in Philadelphia, the fan base, look like assholes, then you contradict the hell out yourself and telling him he got to do more. What the hell did that tell you? Um, right. All in all, a good win. 
in Atlanta. You know, we took one back. Now we got a uh, home court advantage back again. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Um, I didn't expect the, the the Sixers to win this game, but they did. You know, I thought coming back to the ATL, they were gonna, you know, put the A-town stomp on us. But JoJo, like from the gate, you know, from what from what I seen, because I, you know, I'm getting ready for my test tomorrow. From what I'm seeing, from what I seen, JoJo was locked in from from the from the jump. All right, um, Cork Moz was on point. It, it, it was an all-around good performance, man. You know, the, the, the Curry boy, you know, that's my boy. Um, it's unfortunate about Danny Green, but I, I hate to say it. I didn't want him to get hurt, but, you know, maybe it was a good idea for him to not be in the game at this, at this particular time. But all in all, a win is a win, and I'm and I'm and I'm feeling it, man. I like it. I like it. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, if if you, if fans don't know, Three Birds, we're scholars over here. So you know, you know, we love sports, but we also get our education on. And 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 like I was saying to to Whip and John, um, Atlanta is food. Okay, they they are nothing more than a nice little setup. For, for what we have, which is bigger. Our goals and our dreams are bigger than the second round. And, you know, what I what I see out of the, the team is recognition that when we're on, Atlanta really can't do anything. Like, their strategy, the way that they play ball is, is in how we play ball, like, our strengths are better than theirs, especially when Ben Simmons can be aggressive. It's insane to me. I was, I was telling Whip earlier – I can't believe JoJo is playing on a on a slightly torn uh, meniscus. Okay, <laughs> the guy is putting up 35, 45, 29 points. Okay, he's alley ooping. He's he, he's getting aggressive. They had three three defenders on homeboy and still couldn't guard him. I'm you know just what? I'm an all. It's, it's, I'm an all. And 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 to piggyback off what you just said, man, you got to keep in mind him and Ben. And Tobias Harris was all snubbed this year by the NBA, man. Yep. Facts. They were. You know, like, they were all snubbed. And, 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 it, and it bothers me that I'm watching after the game, you know, they had um, Joker accepting his MVP award, and they up there talking about MVP. I'm saying to myself, man, you ain't no damn MVP, bro. No, it's I not. Out. You know what I mean? Nope. Yo, no, the league got yeah, it out yeah, for us. You mean yeah, we know so, what's up? Like you know what it's like. No it's MVP. like it's like when 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 you show up to school every day and you get that that A just for the class participation, being on time and being punctual and being there. Whereas you have somebody that might be might have mono, but when it comes time to come when it comes time to to play, who are you gonna get the ball to? Who's the ball? Who who has the ball to end the game? Who's going to the line? Who's the focus of the other team's uh, their, their 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 attack on defense? Is is Joel? Like Joel's the most dominant player in the league by far. When you got a seven three two dude that's doing that's euro stepping cats and and hitting fadeaway threes and and, and getting your, your 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 bigs in foul trouble. Like, come on now, a dude that can just pull up and hit a three at seven three. Your center, you can't stop that. 
is undeniable. That dude's John, an MVP. John, John is speaking truth to power right now, and I think everybody knows it. I agree that 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 Jovic got got the award, but we all know as we see as we got two of these teams in the playoffs, and who is on the verge of getting swept, and who is taking a command and two one lead. Um, who yeah. the real MVP is, okay? And and who the real honestly, mm-hmm. okay? Man, because you know what? Yo, they, they was they was hyping up Trey Young. They was hyping up. Yo, Trey Listen. Young was set to be the next Steph Curry, but but then he met Ben Simmons. So yep. so I'm just trying to find right. out, Listen. yo. Can, what's let, up with that? Let, let me let me speak on that real quick, if you don't mind, man. You know what, yo? <laughs> I was I posted something on my Twitter account, man. About them giving the damn award to um, Gobert, a goofy looking motherfucker, dude. And they, Ben they, had forty two points. Yeah, but wait, then the boy had the nerve to go on his Twitter account and was talking about to all the haters, man, dude. Like, listen, dude, I don't give a damn what no nobody say. That shit is politics. Ain't no fucking way in hell he should have won the Defensive Player of the Year over Ben Simmons. All he does is stay yeah, in the paint. That's corny, man. He's not diversified. You see, you see, he's not guarding, no, not guarding see, anybody other than the, than the you center. You see what Steph, Steph made him do the Humpty Hump dance. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? You saw what Ben did to him. Ben dumped on him. Yeah. Ben had like 10 points like, on that cat. You know what, man? Like, Adam Silver, man, you fucked up this time, bro. Like, you snubbed Tobias. It's the writers. Yeah. It's the writers. Oh, the writers. It's the writers and the former players. That the vote. writers. The, you know what, the though? That's okay. That we'll, 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 we'll take the championship, okay? Yeah. Y'all can keep your little writers awards, and we'll take that nice NBA Finals championship uh, rings and that little trophy right right home to Philly. And and you know what it is. You know, you know they mad at us for the process. They don't want... They don't want the process to be considered a success because then teams will replicate what we did. But you know what? You can't duplicate us. There is only one JoJo. Yeah, there is only right. one Ben Simmons. We may try to act like we don't have two of the most premier players in their primes together, but we do. We're lucky to have them, and they just proved that on, on the biggest stage tonight. I, I agree 100%. And it goes to show you the depth of the team too. Like any any of those other dudes can contribute off the bench in a, in, a, in a moment's notice. You're like, damn. Okay, uh, Dwight Howard gave us 14 points tonight off the yeah. bench. Yeah, that's what's up. I really do like what I'm seeing out of the bench. They responded very well after that. After honestly, what was a bit of an embarrassment from game one from the bench, they really did uh, answer the call because you know Atlanta can't beat us. And I'm gonna be honest. I, like I said, like I've been telling the fans, told y'all on, on Twitter too, um, I'm going to take the blame for game one. I did not wear my Sixers jersey shorts. We are undefeated each time I wear them. I have been wearing them for the last couple games. You, you're you welcome. Washed because your girl's clean. Don't worry. <laughs> but I've been wearing them and I, you, I got you for game, for game four on Monday. Don't worry. All right? All right, y'all. Now let's get down to where we really here for. You know, this is the Eagles podcast. So even though our six is in the playoffs and it's the offseason, we can't get out of here without talking about our birds. All right. So I'm going to want to hear what you guys, you know, OTAs broke 
last week. We're on a holiday until July 27. But I'm trying to hear from you, Whip John. Um, who were the players that stood out for you in the OTA, or which coaches did you feel impressed you from um, the OTAs this I, this season? I, Let's start I with you, Whip. Go with Jonathan Gannon, man, it's it's something about that dude that just it's it, it, he speaks to me. You know, it's like and 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 I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Eagle fans, but I honestly believe, man, he probably had for probably two years, and he gonna be a head coach somewhere. Dude is the real deal, man. Mm-hmm. Even though we ain't see him, you know, execute, you know, a, a defensive scheme against other teams, just his leadership alone, it's it's it speaks volumes, you know. When when you can when you can be a leader of men like that and just bring a team together like that, a defensive team, I, I'm I'm here to tell you, man. A lot of media cats are sleeping on the Eagles, man. Like, and last time they did that, they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right? So, yeah, I feel you. I feel it's, it's you. Like, it's something about that defensive coach, man, that I believe is, is going to, you know, make a lot of noise this year. And, and, and real quick, also, the Slim Reaper, man. Ooh, y'all, I, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Devontae. man. His route running. Who yeah, is route that, running? That Ooh. dude route running is ridiculous, man. And. Oh, yeah. That's yes, a smooth cat. Man. And now y'all see why I went off on the video when we drafted him. Because I already know what this dude is going to do. So, uh, who, who did I have this debate with? Oh, yeah. I had this debate with some cowboy fan at my job who was talking trash, you know, Eagles is trash, this, that, and the third. And he said he had the nerve to say to me that Devontae Smith don't know how to route run. I said, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Exactly. He's still watching the Cowboys Super Bowl no, on VHS. Listen, when, when he said that, man, I was like, conversation over, bro. I just walked away. Because it right. wasn't no need. You can't debate casuals. You can't debate casuals. You can't debate. You can't debate motherfuckers whose feelings is hurt. They just mad because they feel like CD Lamb or Gallup or Cooper ain't ain't quite as good. We know. We know they're not Heisman Trophy winners. We get it. But uh, it is what it is. You took CD Lamb, and now you lost out on Devontae Smith, and 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 your all your losses are game. So. But um, real quick before I, I I pass it on to to my partner John um, yeah man my what, what I'm looking forward to, them boys coming in the training camp ready to go, um, and that's about it. I'm I, I just want to see what Jonathan Gannon is going to do and what what more he can bring to this defense. All right, John, what you got, bro? I'm gonna kind of piggyback what you where your focus was. And try, I'm going to focus on the defensive line, Tracy Rocker, because they had the potential to have one of the top five interior lines in the league. You really think about it. And I, I, I Milton Williams yeah. has no pads yet, but dude, his reps, I'm like, wow, it looks like it, it, he reminds me of Corey Simon. But a fat, faster, slimmer version of, I swear to goodness, I'm watching like the reps and like, uh, they're 
the live stream of the practice, like the clips and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that guy's going to be good. And he could play very early in that rotation. That's going to be scary. And and who do we pick up in, uh, in not too long ago? Ryan Kerrigan from the Washington football yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Who, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was, Underrated who pick. Who is a consummate professional. That defensive line is going to – it's similar to when we picked up Chris Long. It's going to be – I can't wait. But also, um, I'm really curious to see who's going to – Start opposite the select, and, and I have a feeling it's gonna be Avante Maddox again. No, please, that'll be something we no. we get into uh, down the pike. It'll definitely uh, just to just to even talk about what you said, uh, John, with the D line. I'm definitely gonna be interested to see what happens there, how we're able to sort of improve because you know, as far as coaches go. We've gone through a couple of different coaches these last couple seasons. Jeff McClain put out a piece uh, a couple. Days ago, that started a whole fight. Yeah, they on his Europe head. On Eagle Twitter, they they at that boy's neck. Yo, they on it. When I say they on that man's oh. head, they on that Woo! man's head. Man, they won't even let that boy breathe. He go outside and say it's a nice day. They like where? Where's a nice day? Yeah. You know. But you know what though? You know what though? It's sad because you know what? He only speaking the truth. Right. It's like, like yeah, the whole Carson thing, like, yeah. Yeah, but you can't. But you got to keep in mind, though, Afia. You can't. You can't. See, that's the thing about us Eagle fans, man. And all three of us, ladies and gentlemen, we diehard Eagle fans. All right, so we can speak on this like to the T. Eagle fans don't want to hear the truth. They, they, they rather go out here and play and let their play speak for itself. All right, we already know what the fuck is going on. Jeff McLean. Is just the messenger, but at the same time, they throwing stones at the messenger. Like I think John McClain, McCain, McClain, what the fuck his name is, is a good ass reporter. All right, he is, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you. You can tell, you can tell. There's a little bit of, of pettiness when it comes to some of his reports, it but is. it's not like it ain't the same pettiness Eagles fans don't have themselves. So he come by that shit honestly. Yeah, and if real, for real, and I agree with you 100 with if you take a step back. And look at what he's saying. It ain't that far off from what nah. other reporters have said. Y'all just like it better because y'all like him. That that shit that he had about the the game where Cox got on the coach. That that some other reporter reported that when it happened, but mm-hmm. nobody said shit. Why? Because they agreed with Cox at the time. Really, if you was really paying attention to that article, you would have said this is another piece talking about how how he has bad managerial style. Because why are you empowering Cox to make hiring and firing decisions of coaches? How are you supposed to have a a, a clear level of authority when the when the player can get a coach hired and fired? And everybody knows it. Yeah. Explain that to me. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So I, I hope <laughs> Tracy Roker comes in and that breeds a new attitude. And, and and to just finally get this one last thing off, when I'm saying who I'm impressed by, who I like to see, is head coach, Nick Sirianni. Yeah. I like yeah. what I'm seeing out of him. Because I, I feel know. like a real head coach would never have allowed their players to be making hiring and firing decisions over their staff. And I'm not saying Doug isn't a real head coach, but Doug was very lax and lenient with his players, especially his established players, his players who came in 
before he came in. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I feel like with Nick Sirianni, everything is on a level playing field. Like you have no extra favors with him. So that is what I'm really excited to see and I'm really liking out of out of the team so far. I agree. I agree. And and what he he addressed the team at the the conclusion of that last practice, he was like, make sure you guys come to camp in the best shape yeah. of your life. Mm-hmm. That to like a seasoned vet that might be injured and might not play much until the season rolls. That's a that's a that's eye opening. You're like, oh damn. You, you, if you are like a vested veteran, like like an all pro, like like a Fletcher Cox, maybe, um, you might be like, damn. I I just I'm in my I'm in my eighth year. I really got to work. This dude, he's not taking any 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 BS. I, I got to see ready. I want to see the transitions of the running backs, man. I, I want I, I want to see how they gonna get it going. You get what I'm saying? Because now you don't have to worry about Doug holding them back no more. All right, this this Kenny Gainswell dude, he's very intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was checking mm-hmm. him out, and what did what did I tell both of y'all guys? Y'all remember I said when they drafted him, I said what's the name better watch out for him. Remember I said that? Yeah. I was like, yo, because guess what? He reminds me of Brian Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah. You dig? Yeah. Because here's the thing. He can do a lot more than what um, Booby can do. Know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, real rat. And it's like, dude is a dual threat. And it's like, you, you, don't, you don't see those type of running backs like that. And that's why I'm, I can almost guarantee you Howie Roseman then was like, yeah, we got to bring the Westbrook type style back here, man. And dude reminds me of that. And even though Booby is the number one RB one here, but according according to the running backs coach, there's no running back one. They all going to get mm-hmm. the ball. Know what I mean? But I, I, we all know that's bullshit. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, that kid, Listen. that kid can get some steals from this dude, man. Exactly. If 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 Nick Sirianni is preaching competition, then if you if you're not as 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 our presumptive starting quarterback said, rent is due every day, and I don't <laughs> plan on missing any payment. Hell yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, yo, okay? that that is the best best quote ever. <laughs> Like that ever. was a pretty hard quote. I, I, I like I like his attitude. Not for nothing. Not for nothing. Skepticism still remains. I like the kid's attitude. Let's, that's my quarterback. Let's on, that's let's, my quarterback. Let's, let's get on to the next topic of the night. All right. I'm trying to pay some bills too. Shoot. Jalen Hurts was was not lying, okay? Um what what's going on with the Zach Hurts shit? Okay, excuse my language, guys, but I feel like this is a shit situation, so I'm going to call it what it is. Okay, how are we still – I, I want to talk about two shitty situations the Eagles have, actually. You know, Okay, one is non-movement on Zach Ertz, and two is the non-movement at this cornerback position. Okay, so I, I really want to find out. Who, who, who wants to tell me what the hell is going on here? Let me, let me, let me go oh, first no. because I want to address this, man. Um, the – the situation with Zach Ertz is a mess, man. He, he, listen, I don't know what it is with Howie Roseman when it comes to elite players. He had the same situation with Malcolm that he put in Zach through. 
All right. And, 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 and I say it again, and I'm going to continuously say it. I don't give a damn what nobody say. If it wasn't for 86, you don't have that damn trophy in mm-hmm. your case. And Speak for on that, you get what I'm saying? And for that man to be treated that way is wrong. You, you, you pay fat, funky, fat Albert ass Jason Peters <laughs> money and bonuses and kept bringing him back knowing damn well he was robbing the fuck out of everybody. This is the only man I knew who can go on the field and be like, oh, it's not, it's my five minute break. Let me go say I'm <laughs> You know what I mean? And, and, and come off the thing. It's like, listen, man. I, I, I think check himself wrong. off the field. Like, make me understand how you can allow Brent Selleck to retire a Philadelphia Eagle. But you can't do the same for the guy who got you a fucking title? Like, think yeah. about that, ladies and gentlemen. Really think about that. Like, it's you, a real disgrace. Yeah, you disrespected the shit out of Zach Ertz and his his lovely wife and, and what, what he brung to this city and and the fans who love this man, this man was crying on camera. That's how much he loved this city. But he's sitting back watching you give Fat Albert a fucking bonus and give everybody else bonuses, but you can't help me the fuck out. If it wasn't for him, you don't got no fucking title. Yep. So like, but how how about how about he goes out there, scores the game winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, and then watch. Watch them draft his replacement the next season. How about, How about that? that? But hey, I got one better. Where the mm-hmm. fuck is Beetlejuice at? Where the fuck is Jeffrey mm-hmm. Lurie at? Like, mm-hmm. dude, mm-hmm. why ain't you, like, override Howie Roseman? Like, yo, dude, I did this shit for Jason Peters. Maybe he probably scared the shit out of Jeffrey Lurie because I don't know. He probably bullied the shit out of his ass. Who the fuck knows? But at the same time, Jeffrey Lurie should be like, yo, you know what, man? Let's call Jeff and his wife to the office. Let's let's shut this door. Let's make this work. You know what I mean? Dude, if it mm-hmm. wasn't for you, we don't have this Lombardi. What can I do to keep you here long term? Yeah. Yeah, no, and you would think that there could be a conversation had. You would think that there could be, but but honestly, honestly, if I'm Zach and those uh, fans of the pod know I'm I'm a hundred percent pro player. Yes, I bleed green. But I keep my eyes open, and I'm never gonna gonna choose a corporation over over people. And and you see how Zach has been done by them. He's disrespected. Yeah. He feels like y'all don't appreciate his talents. And honestly, let's be honest, the Eagles fans have had a very back and forth appreciation of Zachers. You gonna miss me when I'm gone. Yep. Okay. Because as much as yep. y'all like to think that Dallas can really come in and take over that number one spot like that, like as easy as seamless, it's not. I agree it's with you. Not. I agree and you, with you. And we're gonna see if Dallas can really handle all that came with being uh, the number one tight end in an in a Eagles offense. But 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 when it comes to, to Zach, I think he needs to go where he's appreciated. I, I hear, I'm hearing, you know, the Bills. I'm hearing maybe, I hope not the Texans, are, or maybe somewhere with the Chargers, something like that. But I, I hope there's a resolution soon. You know, we signed Dick Rod back. I'm, I'm thinking that that means that there's going to be something movement on that front. And I want there to be, because as much as I want him to come and retire with us, I really do think that whatever is going on with Howie is, is um, 
has has created an impossible impasse for for Zach, and and he really needs to go where he's appreciated. I agree, and and and, and I I just think it's wrong across the board. I we don't know what that man is feeling, and you remember, you know, the the last time him and Wentz and and Kelsey was out there, we don't know what that conversation is, man. It's out. It's only between those three guys. You know what I mean? It was a conversation had because they sat out there for two hours and they talked. And whatever it was, it shattered that man's mental to the point to where he, I, I can almost guarantee you, they was like, yo, we won this motherfucker a goddamn trophy. And this is the fucking thanks we get. L- mm-hmm. Listen, as long as that motherfucker don't go to the Colts with that goddamn Carson Winston, you know how I feel about I can't stand that son of a bitch. But I don't want him there. But I hope that he goes to the Chargers or the Bills, and I hope he kicked the Eagles' ass somewhere down the line. And mm-hmm. that's about it. What you got to say, John? It hurts. It hurts because to see your all-time franchise player get disrespected like that, mm-hmm. you would think that there would always be a spot and always be room for him. Yeah, right? You would never let him walk. Man, 25, um, 25 uh, uh, catches away from breaking Harold. Uh, Carmichael's uh, franchise reception loss. We, I don't know if we'll ever have a, a player get that close again. So, so it's a shame. It really is. Let me let me ask you then about another place we're lacking in. Okay, let's let's spend a little <laughs> bit of time on this cornerback position because you know Stevie Nelson's still out there. Richard Sherman's still out there. Um, during OTAs, we have Michael Jaquette manning that that cornerback two spot. I think I think. Avante Maddox, to your point, John, you was talking early on that I think he may be sticking maybe um, at safety and or slot where he's better suited. Um, so so we really do have an open competition at that cornerback spot, barring a trade or a signing. How do y'all feel about what's going on over there? I can see in your face, Whip, you are fed the fuck up. Yeah, yo, first and foremost, shout out to Stevie Nelson because I, I don't even want you to fuck here no more, dog. Come to, come to Philly. No, it's the no, price. It's the no. price. No, no. It's the price. I'm, it's the I'm, price. I'm it's tired the of asking that dude, man, on Twitter, are you it's coming up. to Philly? I'm up here, you know, begging this man. And what's funny, and like I said, me and Afia had this conversation before. Actually, all three of us did. You know, these athletes see what the fucking fan base say, and I can understand their agent telling them not to talk and shit. You can like a motherfucking tweet. You can do that shit. You can even <laughs> tease motherfuckers if you have to. But this motherfucker's sitting here... You know, going back and forth, giving little little fucking subliminal messages and shit, you know, on some decode uh, Carmen San Diego type shit. Like, dude, get the fuck over yourself, bro. Like, I don't want you here no more. So if I'm Howie Roseman to address the situation with Slay, take one of them number one picks, go out here and go uh, trade with somebody that's a legit corner. And and just trade because dude, if put it like this, if he was going to be here, he would have been here by now, and it's the reason why yeah. he's not here. I had to think about that too, Afia. Why ain't he signed yet to no team? It's a reason. Over overpricing his market. Nah, exactly. Nah, nah. His, his John, market's John, too high. John's put it on. Maybe, the head. maybe. I, and 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 I thought about that, but I said nah. It, but it can't be to do. Listen, it's. <laughs> There's no way. First and foremost, even though Richard Sherman is old, he he's not a Richard Sherman, bro. He's not. 
all right? And his numbers wasn't that great as we all thought it was. I looked at some of his shit. It wasn't that great, all right? So maybe we may need to, you know, hold back a little bit on this uh, Nelson Island shit that everybody is so hype about. But as far as the Slay situation go, me personally, Yafia, I say, you know, trade number two or something. Go out here and make a trade and, and, and get yourself a stud, man. Because guess what? TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, going. it's going I, fast. I feel you with that, but I think, I think, and if we're talking Howie, you know, he the one thing for Howie is he's obsessed with value. He's obsessed with feeling that he's got comparable value out of a deal. And, you know, thinking about how we, we entered our Super Bowl season and we didn't pick up uh, Ronald Darby until training camp midway in, you know, a surprise trade. Nobody had us trading Jordan Matthews like that. So so I think that that may end up happening. Maybe maybe there's a surprise trade down the pike if if, let's say, that left tackle position – solidifies itself early on in camp maybe there's a surprise trade there we could probably get some assets because you know you're trying to give up a cornerback nobody's giving up a legitimate cornerback in a trade you know what i mean unless unless we're unless we're feeling a little bit of pain too so we are feeling pain (laughs) there's nobody over there what are we gonna give up what are we gonna give up to trade a corner what are you gonna give up to trade a corner guess what guess guess, one of them first guess what at the end of the day you have no goddamn choice because you have nobody to help you so if if you have i'll take i'll take i'm gonna be i'm gonna be completely honest with y'all i will take my chances with this molly crew of whatever this that and the third that we got okay and I'll see what these coaches can do to coach these boys and, up before and, I go and, give a first what? For, for somebody else's guess cornerback. Guess what? Okay? News flash to you. And if that's the mentality that you're going in, you might as well declare us motherfucking losers now. Because you and I and everybody in their great-great-grandma who's still alive seeing that the NFC East wide receivers then got Super Saiyan, they all fucking good. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Absolutely. Like, they, they, right. We will get 100%, killed. I agree with we you. We will get killed. hundred percent. And I'm okay with that. You're exactly fucking right because I'm not giving up my first or my my three my three potential ones or the twos that I've been stockpiling on somebody else's corner. I'm gonna do my own. Research. I'm gonna draft my own corner unless you're giving me unless you're giving me Ramsey. You giving me Ramsey? <laughs> You giving you giving me somebody else? That's 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 well, a guess top what? tier. No, well, you can't you guy? can't get a Ramsey, but you can go ahead and go get a Stephen Gilmore, one of them cats for that. You sure can. Man, man, Gilmore, Gilmore mm. is making how much over there? It don't the matter. But guess what? But he, he but his contract is almost at his end. So why not just go ahead and trade it? Because guess what? You and nah, I both I'm know. Not a lot of money. A lot of I'm money. not trading a one. I'm not trading a one. You and I million. both know Howie Roseman is and not then, and, then, and then restructure and Listen, extend him. You and I both know yeah. Howie Roseman is not going to use all three of those number ones. You know this. He's going to trade one. Okay. Maybe move exactly. up. Exactly. Okay. So he's going to either move but up you, or trade now, one. Now, John, I need you. I need you to take your midnight old man self and get up for this debate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what we're not going to do. What we're not going to do is settle back. On this, on this emphasis of 
we the last thing we do after we just got out of cap hell we got threes we got a nice robust young roster i'm telling you right now howie is not going to turn around that would be going back to the old style of business of of getting these veterans in to 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 help keep our team afloat when we're supposed to be using some of these these young guys to actually develop and grow that's the whole point of this season that's why you haven't seen them um, pay, shelling out the money. If they was gonna shell out money, then why didn't we shell out money? Who was that? our GM? Who was our GM? Howie, Howie Roseman. I'm telling you right Howie now. Howie Roseman. This man then fucked us. All right. He the last time we seen Howie really go in is the Super Bowl season. Now here's yeah. the reason why we don't have no money. Here's the reason why your boy is no longer here no more. He is the same guy who's trying to get rid of Zach Ertz. It's the same guy who was bullied by Jason Peters to give him more money. All right. And yet you <laughs> seem to think this man is going to be able to go out here and go get us a shutdown corner. He's never been able to get us a shutdown corner. And, but guess what? So you rather so you rather have a a, a fucking uh, money Mike. And fucking Avante Maddox go out there with Slate and get burnt by the lights of CD Lamb. Honestly, 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 at least I know what to expect. So, so I'd rather because we we're out here we're out here playing a zone defense anyway. So we really don't necessarily need to have a true blue shutdown press man when you're playing zone. So I'm honestly thinking that that Donovan again in his scheme he's he's not putting as much of an emphasis on that and that is why they'll take some six whatever stick him out there and and just keep the ball in front of you as long as you can keep these receivers in front of you and 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 make sure them safeties haven't having good eyes then i'll think they'll take well, their guess chances what? Yeah. I, I tell you what them linebackers better be the snap snittle this goddamn year that's all i can tell that's you that's the truth if, that's the truth. And the safeties have to be good, they, too. If, 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 if they're yeah. going to go into the season the way that you're thinking, I, 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 I just I have don't a see feeling. it. I don't see it. I have a feeling, bro. I have a feeling. They're, they're mighty comfortable. They, they, don't, they don't sound concerned. You hear them talk about it. They but don't they sound should. concerned. That's the I don't problem. Know. Somebody need to put a little fucking scarecrow in that little bastard's life. You get what I'm saying? And may, maybe maybe yeah. this may be the year that Howie Roseman probably finally see the fucking light. Every team in the NFC East receiver-wise has gotten better. All right? Not for nothing. Hold on. Hold on. Not even to be one of those. And I and we, we got to get out of here yeah. and, and, soon. But uh, not to be one of those. Um, Howie, Howie Roseman apologist, but when it comes to the defense and when it comes to the corner position, Howie has tried to invest. It's just that his investments have not paid off. He traded for Ronald Darby. He signed Namdi Asimov to one of the hugest contracts known. Uh, what's um, Do- uh, Dominique Rogers, Cromarty. We had him out there. We, 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 we traded for Asante Samuels. Um, don't, so don't, so don't sit here and say that Howie, Maybe. I know that was Banner, but you know how he was there. Oh. Don't sit here and say Howie don't try to get corners. He so, does. It's just that it's not, has, it has not worked. So we even call Slay, trading for Slay. And even him, as much as we like the guy, he wasn't actually giving us 
um, his peak performance. For some reason, corners come to the Eagles and they just regress. Hey, they are not what, as good what, as wherever they came from. Were you from. trying to say Metcalf? <laughs> was I, I think you were. Shots fired, low key. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to say that because Metcalf. Because Metcalf does that to everybody. So I don't. I don't feel so bad for Slay. You know. I'm just saying he ain't had no interceptions. Ooh, I'm just saying damn. he 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 came out there and and PFF said he was the whatever rated defender in the whatever. I don't believe PFF Slay. Don't worry. I, didn't say that. I think you're great. <laughs> I'm just saying. I ain't say that, Slate. Stop trying to waste our resources on a position that never does well hey, in Philly. I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. That's my sister, and they is her own words. <laughs> okay? You can find her at her you, Twitter listen, account. You see, I'm pointing you up. Go. You can you can at me right, right there. According to Afia, I could me, care less. Me and Mr. Uh, John Monroe try to stay away from <laughs> The thing that this woman Yeah, says. you always out there adding motherfuckers like, hey man, I've been adding you for weeks. Where's my <laughs> Don't act like you're not in these, these Twitter streets asking these guys for a shout out. <laughs> I see you, Mr. Greatest. Yeah, I'm done. Side side note, you see Jim Jackson replied to my tweet. I uh, after game two. Yo, you, yeah, you that, really that hype man. Man. You, you really love that man, don't you? That's my favorite player. That, that was, that's my hey, favorite yo, player. That's why if, I wear 24. You could, you'll give him a hug, wouldn't you? That's my. That's why I wear 24. That's why I wear 24. That's what's up, yo. That's my dog. All right, let's get into the they used last to call topic. Me Jackson, All right, no, but that's what's up, I John. It's that. always nice when we can say a hug, quick hello to our heroes. I know John just, I know Whip is just a little salty because he ain't get a high back. Ooh, so don't worry, bro. I fired. liked it. I thought it was good. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I don't even want a high back because the high I get, it always gets me to fuck back, so fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only high you need is you the go. one you smoke, huh? I get it. Right. All right, bro. Listen, let's get out of here on our last topic of the day. We're going to go Eagles of the Week. We've been waiting on it. I know you guys have been waiting on it. Um, I'm here to tell you, for me, I have an Eagle of the Week. Y'all may know him, okay? He's our favorite mummer. Drafted in the sixth round of the 2011 draft, college ball at Cincinnati, four-time Pro Bowl selection, three-time first-team All-Pro, has started in 142 games, has played in 142 games. I'm talking about the one, the only, Jason Kelsey. The best deal, steal of the sixth round ever. And yes, that does include your boy Tom Brady. I don't care. The best steal in the sixth round is Jason Kelsey because he is the glue that holds this team together. Every time he talks about retirement, a part of me dies and gets so sad because a team that does not have Jason Kelsey on it is a team I don't know how I'm going to be able to really realistically root for because he really does bring a lot of what it means to be a Philadelphia Eagle to the table. I am talking about a consummate professional. He gives great interviews, great insight. He's always one to be a team player, always one to use his podium good and he anchors that line um what do you guys think about my eagle of the week i think love jason kelsey that he's one of my favorite players of all time and i remember in that draft i was like yo jason kelsey 
the knock on him was just the size. He was good at Cincinnati. He, he what a steal that was. And honestly, out of that draft class, he's the only person still active in the league. How about that? Constantly. That dude's a lunch pail dude. He comes to work every day, hurt. All the injuries he plays through, and you never see you never see him like skip a beat. There might be some low snaps and some high snaps here and there, but that dude that, that, is the blue. If if he were to go down, and we saw what happened when he went down um, here over a few seasons, that guy, uh, Hall of Famer. Can we put Hall that in now? Get, get, Absolutely, get, without get, a doubt. Let me. I I love to watch him move in the screen game. It's poetry and motion the way he gets down the field so fast. Let me say this because we we running out of time. Um, The greatest speech ever. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. The greatest speech ever. On the greatest day. Exactly what I'm talking about. He is our favorite member. He is our favorite eagle. And her ego of the week, spot on. Great job, Afia. It's the whole damn team. (laughs) Okay, leave out on that. Listen, listen, this has been a great pod tonight. I know we went on a little break for vacation, and now we're on break for the holidays, just like our, our birds, you know, break until training camp. We'll be back in a couple weeks to give you more of the great content you guys love to hear. Please make sure you're subscribing and downloading to the podcast, streaming on Apple, Anchor, Spotify. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. The Excuse me, the YouTube <laughs> channel. You know, it's late. I got to get out of here. If you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at according to Afia Bros. Let them know where they can follow you. Y'all see, oh, wrong hand. (laughs) Y'all see my Twitter name (laughs) up there, Great Three St underscore. That's where you can follow me at. And we can't see John, but he can damn sure tell you. Hey Eagles family, you can find me on Twitter, John 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 Monroe Jr. John Monroe Jr. Hey, if you listen, you didn't see it, but I did it for you, okay? Thank All you. Right? Thank you. Let them know. <laughs> yeah. Go birds. Peace. Go birds. Till next time. <laughs>